Good morning. I want to welcome you to St. John's. Uh, welcome all those that are joining us online. And if you're new today, we thank you for choosing us uh, for your time of worship. Uh, just a, a, a little bit towards the theme of this morning, we're, we're going through uh, navigating difficult questions here in February. And, and today's question has to do with uh, doubt and faith and how that sometimes uh, is a little bit of a tension point. Uh, let's prepare our hearts for worship today and uh, welcome God into this space. This morning. Oh God, we, we come to you on this uh, Valentine's Day weekend to be reminded of uh, your gifts to us, your gift of love from these familiar words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And from the Psalms, the steadfast love of the Lord endures forever. And we feel the contrast that uh, sometimes uh, the relationships that we depend upon with family and friends falter and fade and break apart. The love that, that we give and hope to receive sometimes is interrupted. Sometimes it's shut off. Sometimes it's broken. And we thank you, O oh God, that uh, we can look to you as a source of love and that it's uh, steadfast, that it's enduring, that your faithfulness towards your people is uh, from generation to generation. It, it includes this generation. Your promises come to embrace us in this service of worship. And we think of the Scripture story of someone standing before Jesus and saying, Lord, help me. And, and the circumstances seemed so dire, and the cry of the Father was, uh, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. 
Help us when we doubt. Help us when we despair. Help us when we're struggling. Remind us today uh, of the foundation upon which we stand, that it doesn't depend all upon us. It's not premised upon our, our feeling for you, O oh God. But you give us love. You promise to always be with us. And your promises include this verse that says nothing will ever separate us from your love. Life can't, death can't. Where we are, high in the sky or in the deepest sea, whether difficulty or pain, nothing can separate us from the love that was revealed to us in Jesus Christ. So we thank you for these gifts. The Scriptures are a gift of love to all who would call you Lord, to all who would call Jesus friend, to everyone who stands in, the need, stands in need of a Redeemer and a Savior. And in return, uh, you invite us to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and to love our neighbors. And may we be challenged to do that. May we be willing to step into that action and may we be able to love our neighbor and ourselves. In the spirit of Christ, the hope in which these promises were made. Lord, we would pray for your peace to be poured out in our world. And there are so many places where peace is missing. And this morning we would just lift up uh, the people in the Ukraine. And just invite you to be at work amongst those who are making decisions, trying to interpret circumstances. We would pray for peace there, peace in the Middle East, peace in so many places where there's tension and conflict. We ask your blessing this morning on Pastor Jay as he has uh, prepared a message for us, as he gets ready to uh, share the words that you've given to him. And we also pray your blessing on all the ministries that uh, would go out from St. John's in the center uh, to touch those of our neighborhood and our community our city, and this area. Hear us, O oh God, now as we would pray together the prayer that Jesus taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our first scripture this morning is from Matthew 11, verses 2 through 11. When John, when John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John, what you hear and see, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? <clears throat> what then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. 
What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I will tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven, he is greater, is greater than he. Second reading is from John 20, verses 20 through 24. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails in my, <clears throat> in my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have yet come to believe. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning I'm going to talk about doubt. Doubt is a big word. When we hear word doubt, there's negative feelings coming up to us. Sometimes doubt comes to us as a harmful object. Something can weaken our relationships, trust, and faith. Doubt comes when things are unclear and not transparent, and when we do not know fully about something. In our life journey, doubts about something can happen a lot. From a psychological perspective, we can see doubting as a part of self-defense system. If we are not sure about something, we cannot just go for it. If we are in a fog, we cannot step out. I mean, I mean we can step out as much as we can see, no more than that. Because we're not sure what's there. Until we fully know about something, doubt can exist in our heart. In our Christian journey, we also do doubt. Starting from the question, is God exist? Is God really there? If they doubt or question God's existence, their journey has begun already. They have started their journey to find God. Some of us may think that faith is the opposite word of doubt. However, the opposite concept of doubt is not faith. It is indifferences or lack of interest. When you doubt something, something is already in your mind. If you doubt about somebody, that person is in your heart, in your mind already. If you're doubting God, that means you are already looking for God and you want to meet God. They want to know the answer to whether God exists or not. And then people start asking lots of questions and have doubts about so many things as they go through their journey 
You might think that doubt cannot coexist with faith, but it is possible. Matthew 28, 17 says that when they saw him, I mean Jesus, they worshipped him, but some doubted. This passage just comes right before Jesus' ascension. So people gathered on the top of the mountain to look at Jesus, and then they worshipped Jesus, but some of them doubted. I don't think they are two separate groups, the person, people who doubted and people who worshipped. I guess they are the same people. They doubted, but also they worshipped, and then also they doubted. Throughout the Bible, we can see people who have struggled with their faith and doubt through their journey. The first reading we had today from the book of Matthew is the story of John the Baptist. He was not sure whether Jesus was the Messiah or not. Do you know who baptized Jesus? How many of you know that who baptized Jesus? We have learned a couple of years, I mean, weeks ago. Yes, it was John. John baptized Jesus. And then there was a voice when God, I mean, when Jesus got baptized from heaven. This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. There was a voice from heaven. John was there hearing that voice together. John was a prophet of God. However, he doubted Jesus. John was not sure whether Jesus was the Messiah or not. So John sent his, his, his own disciples to Jesus because he was in a prison, so he couldn't meet Jesus by that time. And asking, are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? And Jesus answered to them, Go tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lamb walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them, and blesses everyone who takes no offense at me. Jesus got a question doubting about himself, but he answered the question kindly. John was not an ordinary man among many. He was chosen one by God and had a duty to prepare the way of Jesus. But he doubted about Jesus. If someone doubted you, how do you want to evaluate that person? Jesus mentioned John in this way. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has risen greater than John the Baptist. Jesus said John was the greater than any others. Even though Jesus just heard that John was doubting Jesus. John was seeking the truth about Jesus. He wanted to make sure Jesus was the one he has been waiting for. When we doubt, we seek the truth. And God answers our questions. John had faith, but doubted too. Sometimes we think that if I, had a, if I had heard directly from Jesus, I would not have any doubt about Jesus. 
probably most of you thought that at least once. When it comes to think about doubt, we always mention Thomas first. Thomas was one of the disciples. He had learned from Jesus directly for three years. They had lived together for three years, literally. However, when Thomas heard about the resurrection of Jesus, he couldn't believe that. Thomas was not there when Jesus showed up himself to disciples at first. So he heard it from other disciples, but he could not believe it. And all of the ten disciples told him that they have seen the Lord, but Thomas could not believe it. So Thomas said that famous phrase, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hand and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hands in his side, I will not believe. He made a, such a strong statement. I will not believe. You know what? Thomas drank wine Jesus made from water. Thomas saw that Jesus fed more than 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. And Thomas ate the bread and fish together there. He saw Jesus and Peter walking on the water. He saw Jesus made the stormy sea calm. He saw that Jesus healed the sick and raised the dead. Thomas saw all the miracles Jesus did. And still, he could not believe that Jesus was alive. He couldn't believe Jesus' resurrection, but he doubted. One week later, Jesus showed up again in the same place. Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. It seems like Jesus had heard all the words Thomas said. Jesus offered exactly what Thomas was looking for. Jesus helped him to believe. My Lord, my God. Thomas confessed that Jesus is the Lord, Jesus is the Lord and God. Thomas's faith was not strong enough or immature to believe the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As Christian believers of Christ, we want to have faith. Faith in Jesus Christ is the core of our religion. It is the only condition for our salvation. We believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior from our sin and death, Jesus is the only one God gave us. And there's no other way to get to God except Jesus. On a personal level, we should be able to say that I have an experience or experiences of Jesus. I believed in Jesus as my Lord and my God. For many people, it is often considered a black and white question of whether you have faith or not. It is not a question you can answer with yes or no exactly. According to the Bible, we may say that some may have strong and big faith. 
and some may have small and weak, and some may have no faith. You can find a couple of parts that disciples ask Jesus to increase, increase their faith. And also in Paul's letter, you can see the concept that faith is not that you just have, but also it is growing. We can get an easy example of someone who believes, but also doubt. Think about Simon Peter. He walked with Jesus on the water, but he also experienced sinking due to doubt. He had faith to step on the water. He literally stepped out of the boat and walked on the water, but he also had a doubt. When he looked at the winds and waves, he had a doubt and sinking. He was doing a supernatural thing with Jesus, but also he could not fully believe that Jesus could save him from those waves and winds. And Abraham got a promise from God that Abraham would be a father of nations. But he could not fully believe in God. So he wanted to make one of his servants as his son. But God said, no, that's not my way. And Sarah, the wives of Abraham, also doubted too. So she made her own servant as a second wife of Abraham and had a son, Ishmael. But that was not the one God promised. When God promised son to Sarah, I mean, Sarah left when the angel mentioned about that you will have son next year. She just thought that as a joke. She didn't believe that. But they had a son, Isaac, as God promised. So there is an up and down in our journey. There is a growth, and sometimes there is a backslide, and sometimes there is a stagnation. Do you have doubt? Do you have doubt? That is the one you need to keep wrestling with as you go through your faith journey. You have to keep wrestling. If you read Apostle Paul's letters, you will notice that Paul sometimes describes believers as babies. And so, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infant in Christ, I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready. A baby cannot eat solid food right after being born because they cannot chew it, they cannot digest it. So they have to go first with the milk for a while, and then they try soft food, and then they really can get solid food. As children grow, they go through many stages. There is a time that they ask questions Endlessly, one after one, one after one, one after one, and one after one. How many of you have experienced that? Maybe some of you are still experiencing that now, but 
It is because they do not know so many things. They want to know so many things. This is a very natural step of healthy growth. Jesus answered to John the Baptist, and Jesus showed up himself to Thomas, and Jesus held up Peter's hand when he was sinking. Jesus is here with us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is with you when you doubt and ask questions. Jesus is ready to answer to you. At last, I want to mention Matthew 7, verses 5 to 11. Ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. For everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give a stone? Or if the child asks for a fish, will give a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Think about it. Because of God's faithfulness, because of God's faithfulness that God keeps all his promises and endless God's grace and love for us, we can go through this journey. Even though we have doubts, we can go through this journey because of God's faithfulness and grace and love for us. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for allowing us to have doubts or questions about you. Some of us may need more milk than others, and some may have more questions as they grow in spirit. Help us have an understanding of our faith journey and also the strength to keep walking toward you even in a dark night. Lord, we know that on this journey of sanctification, we need your grace all the time. Lord, be with us. We praise you and worship you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Amen.